Hello and welcome to this week's final episode of Story Explorers with me, Ben Shires. We're joined again by the wonderful authors of the Kid Normal series, Greg James and Chris Smith. Now, as it's the last episode, I think it's about time we actually heard some of the story. So sit back, put your feet up and here's Greg and Chris. Well, we've picked uh, a kind of action section because it's always good to see our superheroes, the super zeros as they're called, uh, having a bit of uh, having a bit of an adventure. So the five super zeros, Murph and his friends, and Mr. Flash, are in the deserted school, and there's something very creepy in their way. Um, I'm going to be playing the part of the narrator, which I've always played since my school nativity play, uh, and Greg will be supplying the funny voices, which is pretty much his job. <laughs> okay, so th- this is the voice of. Um... We'll, we'll just in- I'd introduce the character quickly. So Billy is Balloon Boy, and when Billy gets nervous, he gets quite nervous and scared at everything, really. But different parts of his body inflates, um, but he's managed to turn that into a, a useful capability. So here we go. This is Billy. He sounds a bit like that. There's something here, whimpered Billy, two more of his fingers ballooning. Something creepy's here. I can feel it. We're gonna die. They ducked behind the disused computer desk and peered out. The scuffling and squeaking continued, echoing back from the silent walls. Creepy, creepy, creeperson, moaned Billy. I hate this. Murph shushed him with a hand, peering at the wooden crate. A flap was open at the end nearest to them, and inside he could make out two tiny points of light. Look! He hissed at Hilda, who was crouching beside him. There's something there! It's a cat! exclaimed Hilda. A fuzzy face gradually became visible in the gloom as the mysterious creature inched towards them. It's a bat! contradicted Billy. Don't be silly! countered Hilda. What sort of bat walks on four legs? Wom, said Murph suddenly. What do you mean, wom? Hilda asked. That's the sort of bat that walks on four legs, Murph replied, pointing. The animal was now out in the open, regarding them with its bright little button eyes and sniffling its nose adorably. A wombat, said Hilda. Well, that's something you don't see every day, unless, you know, you're a wombat who runs a mirror shop. There was a click from somewhere close by. The wombat crouched lower and began to quiver. Its eyes lit up an eerie red colour. Oh no! Now it's gone all creepy again, wailed Billy. What in the blithering blazes is this little fuzz muppet doing here? Bulldozed Mr Flash, stepping out into the open and walking confidently towards the wombat, which was now bearing its surprisingly large teeth and making a noise that sounded a lot like... I'm not entirely certain that's a good idea, Mr. Flash. Hilda began. (laughs) Cannoned Mr. Flash back over his shoulder. Don't be such a pathetic pangolin. I'll have this little pom-pom dealt with in two shakes of a lamb's. But they never discovered which particular part of a lamb Mr. Flash thought could be the most rapidly agitated. With a rousing battle cry of... The combat wombat launched itself into the air and attached itself firmly to Mr. Flash's moustache. Mayday! Mayday! 
spluttered Mr. Flash as he staggered backwards, the wombat worrying at his facial hair like a terrier with a gravy-soaked sponge. Get off of me! Sorry, what? said Hilda, dithering nearby. I didn't catch the last bit. Get! roared Mr. Flash, lifting the wombat up slightly by the tail to leave his mouth unimpeded for roaring purposes. It's off of me! Oh, right! said Hilda brightly. Roger, Wilco, who wants to take this one? My horses are probably still a bit tired after the key retrieval mission. Uh, I could have a go, suggested Billy, screwing his face up. No, Billy! yelled Murph quickly. They were already battling a berserk wombat. The last thing they needed was to be suddenly battling a giant berserk wombat. I'll have a go myself, decided Murph, looking around the desk for anything that might prove a useful anti-marsupial projectile. Nelly, you make sure nobody else is coming down the passageway to attack us from behind. Mary, help her, he told them. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw them dash back to the corner and take up defensive positions. Mr Flash, meanwhile, was having a bad day. After five months of living rough in the woods, today he'd been trodden on, he was having to follow his least favourite students on a hero mission, and he'd just realised he'd left his friend Captain Conker behind in the forest. Now, to add injury to insult, a crazed wombat was making a spirited attempt to gnaw his face off. His day was not improved when a large box of paper clips hit him squarely on the forehead. And there hey. you go, that's the Super Zeros versus the Combat Wombat, or the beginning of it anyway. Sadly, our time with Chris and Greg is nearly up, but just before we let them go, we'd better get some top author tips. It sounds like a, a basic one. Well, it is a basic one, but it's well worth remembering whenever you're writing a story, and that is to make sure that you are enjoying it. And not even that you're enjoying every bit of the story you're creating, but just the, the, the act of simply writing down a thing that wasn't there before. So making sure you're having a nice time doing it and maybe making yourself laugh or learning new things. Just make sure that you're enjoying the whole thing because that will come across to whoever reads your work. Here's a little tip from me. If you are not sure what to write a story about, just make yourself a character by picking a name off a map or off a poster you've seen, or just calling it after something mad, like looking around the kitchen and saying his name is Mr. Baked Beans, and just give him somewhere to go and start writing the story. Once you start living with that character a little bit and writing down what they're up to, then they'll start to live inside your head. And sometimes they kind of squeak at you and go, I want to have an adventure. And that's when you know that the story is ready to come out. Mr. Big Bean wants to live in the world and be a best-selling book. <laughs> Quite a good idea, that. Let's write that down. I like it. Yeah, we'll keep that, yeah. And also, you, you keep getting better at it. That's a, really, that's a really interesting thing that we're kind of learning, is that even if you've written your first book, your second book, your third book, your fourth one should be even better, and your fifth, and your sixth, and your seventh, and you never stop learning, and you never stop getting better and changing uh, the way that you write and the things that you write about. So it's an ongoing voyage of silly, brilliant, adventurous, colourful discovery. And that should be exciting. And it is exciting. Well, Greg and Chris, thank you very much. And this has been very much an ongoing and silly voyage that we've all enjoyed. Uh, thank you for sharing those pearls of wisdom with us and for joining us all week. It's been brilliant. Have we had a good time, Story Explorers? Yeah. Yes! 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 
I think it's a resounding good time from all. Well, Greg and Chris, for the final time, thank you and goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks for having us. Bye. Mr. Garlic. Mr. Garlic. What a fantastic week of story exploring, everybody. We'll be back next Monday to get to know the author behind the Artemis Fowl series. Can you guess who they might be? You'll have to join us next week to find out. Bye. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.